Audio articles on Wilson County News made possible by C Street Gift Shop in downtown Floorsville. A tribute to Grandma. This was originally published in the Wilson County News with my grandmother's obituary July 9, 1997. It is reprinted here with slight edits. My grandmother Meta Malik died last week at the age of 93. She lived a long and full life. And now, even though she's gone, we share the memories of her lifetime, and we fear that we did not appreciate her enough while she was with us. To each of us, she probably made a different impression, but to each one, she always was someone special. My memories of Grandma go back to my days growing up on the farm. Our place was about five country miles from Grandma and Grandpa's place near Hobson. As youngsters, my sisters and brothers and I often would help them with field work, especially picking cotton. There was one thing about working for Grandma, she always fed her workers, not only her grandchildren, but all her workers. Grandma was known far and wide for her famous lunches. It was part of her German hospitality. They did not serve just three meals, but five. There was an early breakfast. Especially if there was work to do in the field, the earlier the better to beat the heat. Then there was a mid-morning lunch, usually with coffee and kolaches. If you were working in the field you got to sit under a shade tree. Dinner was served at noon. You quit work and went to the house. After a little rest, it was back to work before an afternoon lunch. Supper was the evening meal and it was usually late because farm work was traditionally from dawn to dusk to take advantage of daylight. Not all the time was spent in the fields, of course, but these are some of my fondest memories, even though I may not have appreciated it much at the time. Grandma made food her trademark. Even in the later years when she and Grandpa had to shuffle slowly, she almost always had something on the stove. If not, she would reach into her reserves in the freezer. She insisted on serving food when she had company. And she loved company. Grandma's life was not easy by any means. She was a young bride marrying against the wishes of her strong-willed, strict German father, Adolf Dürer. Because of this rough beginning, she began married life with little in the way of material goods or emotional support. But she and Grandpa struggled to save and had a tidy nest egg by the time their golden years arrived. They may not have been rich in the eyes of some, but they were quite comfortable with their lot in life and very proud of their accomplishments. I've always remembered Grandma as a feminist before her time. Not that she was a bra burner, far from it. She was a traditional farm wife. But it occurs to me that she didn't need any equal rights amendment to give her the right to speak out. She was the leader of her family, in her church and in her community. She ran a family business consisting of farming and ranching interests, as well as stocks she owned and wisely managed. She would frequently write her elected representatives and expected responses from those she helped put into office. In fact, I think I may have inherited some of her business acumen and her penchant for political activism. Grandma was also a family person. She and Grandpa would go dancing with a large group of friends as they followed their favorite polka bands week after week. Gradually, though, their friends left for group homes, one by one. And so did Grandma and Grandpa, as they were in the John Paul Nursing Home in Kennedy for a while. Grandpa died in 1992, Grandma joined him in 1997. 